Welcome. My name's Michael. All systems go, Michael. My name is Matt. Here we are, episode 1.2 of the Cambridge Hall Hailcast. I'm Dot Spy! It's perfect. Welcome. I can't believe it's already been two weeks. Time, flies, time just flies. Let's get ready, baby. Let's do some recap and previewing. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. We're here to do a little recap of uh, the previous game, which was uh, the Hawaii fighting, Fine, fighting rainbow fighting warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, rainbow they, warriors. They actually are the rainbow warriors. We could edit that now, but no, I don't know. Hey, you know what? I'm 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 willing to roll with it. Are they that's as much as we know really the about information it. I came up with last week was incorrect. That's not the only thing. If you were keeping track, that maybe I boffed a bit. There's going to be some errors. It's what you do after you make the error that is it tells the tale of the podcaster. Really, we just jump right into the offense. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. I think that's a harbinger for. Uh, our new quarterback, Wilton Spates, career, but we'll get there. Indeed. Yeah, that's a butter substitute, because the real butter that takes care of our bread is the defense. No doubt. Let's talk about that defense, Michael. Oh. Um, you know, a shutout throughout up until a, got to be a lifetime achievement, 55-yard field goal. Um Puts a crooked number up on the board for the the Warriors, and that's all they got. They weren't happy about it. They weren't happy about it. But uh, you know, I'll you know certainly take it. Uh, effort, effort was uh, phenomenal on that side of the ball, uh, and uh, the technique, and as we've heard, as there were no mistakes, not, not even in hand placement. Not a lot of mistakes out there. Um, so to a brief recap, sixty three for the Wolverines. Whoop whoop. Uh, three, four, the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, I mean, so 60.1. Uh, covered the spread very, uh, quite easily. Yeah, covered the spread better than UConn Pete. Uh, and there's no <laughs> def- doubt about that. No doubt at all. Um, beautiful day in Ann Arbor. We were not in Ann Arbor. No. Turns out we were up in the northern reaches. Um... Up in the Traverse area, Old Mission Peninsula, a lot of grapes up there, a lot of vineyards. A lot of grapes, you know, yeah. Um, uh, Big Michael, Michael Wanhu would love the grapes up there. Turns out he would feel right at home up there, all 375 pounds of them. Um, regardless, so we uh, we enjoyed that ball game on the beach, um, which, you know, apropos, it's Hawaii. What are you going to do? That was the theme, anyway, wasn't it? It was the theme. You're on the beach watching the Hawaii game. Yeah, let's luau and uh, have some respect for our opponent. 
We've got children that need to be entertained <laughs> longer than three hours at the game, and the beach does just that. Turning in at summer. Yeah, for sure. Of, of Labor Day is kind of a capper around the summer. School starts in, uh, this week here in, in the great state of Michigan. But not till after Labor Day, and we had a beautiful weekend, and uh, I would have loved to have been in Ann Arbor, but I certainly do not regret being up in Bowers Harbor, Michigan. No, and the Hellcast wants to thank our host, uh, Jim and Michelle, um, fine host and hostess. At the Riv. At the Riv, at the Riv. No doubt about it. This is what uh, the fourth annual. Yeah, and the Stekadies of uh, NM. No doubt Always about make it. that visit uh, pleasure as well. Regardless, back to the ball game. Or irregardless. Or irregardless. As my pontoon boat's name indicates. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fine boat. What is that? 30 foot? St- uh, uh, 31 foot, foot, 8 inch from tip of the tune to tip of the tune. That's a whole lot of tune. That is the biggest tune on the lake. Irregardless. Irregardless. No doubt. Good grief. Uh... So we uh, let's talk, let's talk about that defense <clears throat> again. The stink is you can smell it all the way up in uh, the Travers area. You can smell it coast to coast. Uh, I'm trying to remember what was said last week. I'm trying to remember who my sleeper D player of the year was going to be, as per my first mention on the first episode. I believe it was Channing Stribling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he had a ball now, game. It's tough to say he's sleeper, but I mean, you didn't even know he was going to start. You know, and we still don't, I guess, because both those corners played phenomenal. Lockdown. Well, yeah, so the corners that started uh, Jeremy Clark, Channing Stribling, and that is due to our wonderful All American, everybody's All American, right? Who has not been disciplined. No. And here's a. Flying fingers high here to Ed Cunningham over here at the Hellcast. That, that's um, uh, that's a little bit of speculating that doesn't need to be speculated. Yeah, that's a that's a fist too many full of fries from uh, Arnold's. <laughs> yeah, that's right, no and doubt. Cunningham's uh, used to frequent the Arnold's uh, and what until became Al's. What was Richie Cunningham's older brother? Played ball for Wisconsin. Oh, uh, little Richie. Um, Bobby, uh, big fella. Yeah, that's a you know the beautiful, beautiful thing about the uh, internet. Richie, we'll find that out. Look at he split. Older but, brother. Um, yeah, I mean uh, the Chuck. Guy, he owned up to it. Chuck, Chuck, right? Chuck. Yeah, big power forward. Oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Big vomiter, Chuck. <laughs> uh, but the bottom line is uh, he owned up to it. I mean, it's not, I'm not sure what else he can do. Um, uh, you know, a bigger venue possibly, but oh well, move on. Um, so Stribling had a big game, no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah. What I think what I was excited to see, um, and a big question mark going into the ball season, was um, our linebackers. <laughs> we felt good about our D-line. We felt good about our secondary. The question mark was the linebackers. Uh, I think it's we, early. It's game one. I know, but I think even we agreed that, you know what, these guys were going to be just fine, and they, they are just fine. In fact, they're better than just fine. 
their defensive player of the week. Fine. Mike McCray, yeah. defensive player of the week. Kenny, When's the last Kenny time that uh, Michigan had a linebacker that was defensive player of the week? It's been a while. Sean Crable? Yeah. David Harris? Yeah, when's the last time dot, 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 you could go on an ad from this game? Uh, you know, when's the last time this? When's the last time that? You right. you just haven't seen a lot of the things uh, in a long, long, long time or or ever, as far as I've been watching, uh, based yeah. on last game. I mean, it is a prep group. They've got some speed. I'm just worried about that line. You know, are there are there injuries? Are they long term? Uh, really coming out is that's the only slightest concern. Is yeah. What are the injuries? Well, we see, yeah, we did see Taco Charlton get rolled up, and um, early indications are it's not a high ankle sprain. Um, I don't think it's any more than a a couple few weeks. I don't have that information in front of me but that's what I recollect uh, Brian so Monet air cast a lot of tape a lot of big old air cast oh I and, know what uh, I've got um, I've got a uh, somebody Oxycontin. spotted him on on campus is what what I recall seeing here and he was not on crutches nor was he in a boot and um, that's what we're doing these days is two got, aspirins and a shot of Jack Daniels and you're all set <laughs> it's right here Ta- Taco Charlton Spotted on campus this morning, walking without crutches, without a limp, after hurting ankle Saturday. And this was on uh, the 6th here. Yeah. That is yesterday. And, of course, he's that's not on the social medias, on the Twitters. Taco sees that says, L-M-A-O. How does this get out? Laughing my ankle off? Yeah. How does this get out? Limping my ankle off? Limping my ankle Onward. How does this get out? I've only been to like one class. Um, So (laughs) that's. Welcome to the world of everything gets out. Yes, yeah. There are little birds. They're not so little. No. You know, they're jutting into your face like hornets and pterodactyls. No doubt about it. And C 47 gunships. Spectre. (laughs) Spectre gunship. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's good just to watch Michigan football and not have to worry about C-47 Spectre gunships haunting you, gunning you. Yeah. Yeah, like war-torn anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, First that, world problems here, yeah, thinking about Michigan football. We're not, we're not worried about And there are no problems at this point. Well, then worth worrying about. Yeah, I mean, so, knock on, imitation. That's real wood. Yeah, I don't know, that looks like real wood. Um... Another injury, and no, I uh, woke up with it. Poor damn Brian Monet can't seem to catch a break. Poor guy. Monet, 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 Monet. He goes down with what? Uh, a knee? Gets an Gets MRI. But now the uh, the good word out of that is, I'm here in three weeks, maybe four weeks. So he'll be back for the meat of the schedule. Stop twisting my knee. You know what I want. You know what I need. Anyway. We could use Brian in the middle. Plugging up the... But, you know, Ryan Glasgow's no joke. He's serious. Um, but you can tell when, when he talks, though, he's got a joker's attitude. He's got that shit-it-and-grin on his face. 
Glasgow. Whenever he's talking, it's like he's thinking of a smart-ass comment to make to what you just said, but he's answering it correctly and disciplined like he should, but that grin on his face belies the truth, which says, if only I could speak my mind. Uh, he looks like he would be a funny dude just to sit around with. Who's this? George Bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Who are we talking about? Oh, well, Glasgow. Glasgow, yes. yeah. Yeah, he was, when he was just talking about in his latest interview and the way he referenced Michael, uh, Big Mike. Uh, Glasgow's uh, a sharp guy. He seems like he's a sharp tech. I think both his parents are like surgeons. I know his mom helped out, assisted out his surgery for his uh, torn King? Pectoral last uh, year. King Sturgeons? The Sturgeons, yeah. Oh, Surgeons or Sturgeons? Sturgeons. Yeah. Sturgeon MD. Yeah, they, you know, not unusual. Not the Quincy a, kind, but... That's uh, a Great Lakes fish. They're a Great Lakes family. They grow to be really old, those sturgeons. Yeah. Really old. Well, that's good for him. He used to be like Highlander, playing for Michigan football <laughs> in 21-20. Uh, <laughs> you think I am sturgeon! You think there's sturgeons in the Great Lakes, like, with the act, there could be only one, <laughs> the quickening and the whole thing? I'm certain of it. <laughs> I've written about it, anyway. Uh, the Highlander? I hope it comes true. Like a it's Scot- the first. A Scottish fish? <laughs> Giant old Scottish fish? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a Scottish egg. Except not as tasty. <laughs> you think he just lays Scottish eggs? Oh, that's what I do. I shit them every day. <laughs> I shit Scottish eggs. <laughs> Hey, I shit Scottish eggs like you every day. <laughs> God, that's a good treat. Oh, it is. What were you telling me about some uh, wonderful? Uh, oh, it was on the MGo blog, eh? The uh, oh yeah, the barbecue of the, the uh, dinosaur the, eggs. The, the, the twist, uh, uh, the twist on the Scottish egg. Yeah, the sausage wrapped. Uh, you can't go wrong with any twist on that uh, that uh, that classic recipe. In my culinary school training, we were. We were taught the Scottish egg. You know, you, you yeah. Know, here's the Scottish egg. Here's how you make it. And it was I, I had never seen it before. But when I had it, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Where's this been all my life? Well, your instructor and, was uh, an extra two Lipitors and uh, another Scottish egg. No, another two Lipitors and a little Glenlivet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, little niacin. <laughs> you know, whatever it takes, give me a Scottish egg. <laughs> Be twelve. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, hook me up, Doc. Huh? Interviews to Milo over here. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Um, back from Glasgow. Um, that was uh, ACDC's third album. Back from Glasgow? Was it? Well. The second or third? Yeah, it was, it was a failed album. It was uh, the, critics, the critics were merciless. They panned it. Yeah. It was it was almost like a Spinal Tap review. Back from Glasgow? No. I don't recall any singles off of that. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted. No doubt. Um, no worries. <laughs> no interruption. <laughs> no, hell yeah, We're just going to have to edit all this out. Not at all. Uh, we got a pair of uh, scores on the defense. What are you going to do? In fact, if our offense scores zero points... I know it was a late prediction. It wasn't actually on the podcast, but I, I do recall uh, calling out two defensive scores prior to that game, and uh, I can't believe it came true. 
I can't believe no, I can't believe it came true. You've always been like a palm reader. Well, I'm, you know, card reader. I'll read your palms <laughs> and your feet. Fourteen points on the defense. That's Don Brown. I mean, that's that's the turnover we're looking for. We didn't have those last year. We no. didn't have the turnovers. We we thought, you know. What was the uh, race? What final? We had one. They had just those interceptions, or did they have a fumble? Well, they fumbled the ball, I believe, twice, and they recovered both of those. Uh, I remember uh, Mr. McRae forced a fumble, but I remember the guy got rolled right onto it, the quarterback. That's what we need to do. We need to attack the ball from the fumble perspective. Uh, well, we sacked him four times, right? Who was that D-back for the Bears who did that? Uh, almost like every three times he made a tackle, he forced a fumble. Oh, uh... I mean, I would pick him up. Just retired, yeah. Yeah, I would pick him up. On, on yeah, he, he had that punch. Yeah. Um, his, what was his How name? How do you teach that? Cookie, Cookie or... Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was, he, was ma- he was married to Magic Johnson. Cookie. <laughs> Cookie Johnson, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah. yeah he was no. a sidekick. Cookie, cook, Cookie. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we got to get uh, we got to force turnovers. I mean, there's no doubt that's been a uh, an emphasis uh, in the. Um, not surprised it came on, on the past day. Not surprised at all. I would. I, I want to see some some forced fumbles, some big hits that jar the ball loose, some 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 strips, some some punches. Uh, that's the one thing I'm still looking for. I guess on this defense. Turnovers, is is turnovers? Yeah, violent impact that leads to turnover. Um, that can happen. That can happen. And I know these guys are eventually going to get it. I know they are. They're just too powerful. You can just tell. They're just they're they're beastly. Good lord. Well, they can you imagine out. Mike McCray? You run on the ball on a twenty-two ISO and <laughs> hello. It's just I'm just Garage. thrilled to see that he's uh, he struggled, struggled, struggled with injury. I mean, he had a he, his career as a uh, as a football player was threatened with that. Uh, I think it was a shoulder. He would struggled through as a, for a couple of years. So he's a son monster. of Cray, son of Cray. I'll tell you what, he's Hell a monster. Well, yeah, his old man was a captain with the Buckeye. I mean, he's got the pedigree. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so glad to see him, Ben Gideon, a, f- a great game. And Jabril, Q-Mew. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Edit that out and put in the Bionic Man info. That uh, very first play from scrimmage, Jabril. Yeah. Dashes right up the middle, tackle for loss. Hurdle. Yeah. You know, Jumps over a man on a punt return. Jumps over a standing man, in fact. I mean, I don't know what kind of vertical that is. It's huge. I don't know. I've seen that. Have you seen that? Plus the, the, the uh, first few moves on that uh, punt return that he had uh, prior to jumping over that guy. Yeah. Uh, just the sort of like the shimmy yeah. and sidestep sort of uh, quick action of evasion that you need as a punt returner. to have The first two, you've got to figure out a way to evade, and then you can get yourself a few steps to decide what you're going to do next. And... Uh, he has got that man. Um, they don't want to kick to him. I can't believe they kept kicking to him. 
they don't in the kickoffs they don't remember when he came out there and they're like well they they're kicking it high and short smartly wisely yeah um, but they kept punting it to him yeah I guess what do you do gotta punt it yeah but just shank it out of bounds these guys are just hoping they're gonna get it off at this point you know they're holy cow it wasn't blocked yeah I suppose <laughs> I suppose <laughs> these beasts didn't bust through and block it no doubt success he's gonna break he's gotta break one before he's done and you gotta think break like is, the wind this is his last year here in Ann Arbor yeah gotta I have to that. assume it's gonna be his last year he's gotta get he's gotta score a, on a punt return got to he's uh, he's as good as there there is in the uh, NCAA I think and, and you know you take this uh, defense into special teams I guess solid solid to excellent and they, they made Extra points. Um, didn't go for the field goal. Oh. Uh, we still looking for... We talking special teams? Yeah. We didn't punt. We don't know who the punter is? We have no idea. We may not have a punter. That would be great. How about we don't have a punter? How many times has that happened? Once again. Yeah. Things that haven't happened... Uh, yeah, there was all sorts of weird things going on. Like, first times... Um, I believe, as I recall, um, fourth time, fourth time in program history. I don't have a note here on that, but that's what my uh, no punts. Never punted the ball. Yeah, that's tough to do. I mean, that is that sticks out. That's tough to do. No punts or field goals. That is amazing. Yeah, in a sixty-point win. No, that is tough to do. I think they, they played. They played Hawaii before. You Jim know? Harbaugh went yeah, down so to Hawaii and played what, down twenty-nine to six or twenty-nine thirteen yeah, or something like that. You know, I mean, it's a couple scores, couple few score difference. Well, what was awesome with that defense is those guys were cracking pads, trading paint. I mean, those guys yeah, were hear hitting, football. hitting, hitting. That was a physical defense. That's what you're looking for. Or listening for when yeah. you hear football being played today. Okay, there's a lot yeah. of guys that played too. I mean, all four quarters. Every one of those kids that came out there knew what they were supposed to do, knew their assignment, and were whacking dudes. Yep, no mistakes, not even hand placement. So that was good to see. Yeah, uh, was it Jim Harbaugh's post game comment was um, through the first three quarters, not a missed. Um, Assignment on defense pre-snap. Everybody's where they're <laughs> supposed to be. Everybody's aligned properly. Hand placement, foot placement, which is shocking. You got a new defensive coordinator. You got a lot of youth out there, and um, they are ready to roll. Four sacks. Let's hope that's the low end every game. There was nowhere to go. I mean, that's that's that would be great, but let's hope that that's low. Let's talk a little offense. Yeah. Um, so we're breaking in a new quarterback. We didn't know our quarterback going into the ball game. We both uh, speculated in episode one dot one that it would be Wilton based on some uh, rumors and innuendos floating around the interwebs. Turned out to be true. Turned out to be true. Um, Looked fantastic. Big, tall drink of water. Uh, Jim Harbaugh doppelganger. Yeah, like. Sort of a, ch- a chicken arm release. Yeah, 
He's got a little bit of a short arm, doesn't he? I think if he lengthened that arm, arm release out, uh, he could probably hit that uh, streaking uh, deep receiver. You know I, what I mean? It's I, almost like he shot putting it a little bit I, too much instead I, of getting that that full length release. I'm sitting there on the beach watching I'm that, thinking that can't the be same out. thing, and I'm thinking to myself, well, sitting on the beach, thinking the same thing. Coach Harbaugh's uh, been working with this guy now for. Was, were, you, were you under a cabana? Were yeah. you thinking about this? Yeah, absolutely. At the Copa, Copa Cabana, I was thinking about Harbaugh's. Manana. Hey! And um, I'm thinking to myself, well, shoot, Coach Harbaugh, if he's comfortable with that motion, I'm comfortable with that motion. It looks a little uh, a little short, it's but ingrained. he's got a little zip on it. Yeah, it's ingrained at this point. Yeah. It must be. Why reteach it? But gee whiz. Uh, yeah, you know, still... Uh, pick and you know our, we picked our jaws up and we watched uh, you know the defense stop them and then yeah. ninety eight yards and ninety eight yards my drive. answer well that'll give you some Confidence. you know yeah that'll make your balls swell a little bit and yeah. strut back from the sideline thinking all right yeah. well all is not so bad Coach Harbaugh said uh, well now you know you can do it meaning you can drive um, ninety eight yards after a pick. And he says, more importantly now, we, the coaching staff, know you can do it. We'll expect you to do it. We'd expect you to do it, right. So the bar's been set. Yeah. Nicely done, fella. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, if you're going to make a mistake, make it on the first play. Get it out of your system. Shake it out. Yeah. Right. And that um, defense. Yeah. And come back strong. And it's interesting. That's the one they've been, that's the, that was the first play. It was repeatedly practiced over and over. It's the one he dreamt about. Yeah. Yeah, Jake's it, it, it was out. such muscle and, and uh, uh, cerebral memory yeah. that he just made the throw. He just automatically threw it. Yeah. And I think the guy was invisible because in his mind that was the play that was going, yeah. and it was probably just it was probably overcoached, yeah, and overdrilled yeah, such that he didn't even imagine a defender. Yeah, he was working against. Who knows what he saw? Right. I mean, the man was covered. They ought to just surprise him. Darbo was open on that play, but he certainly wasn't. I was that. open. Yeah, you were. I was sitting near the beach, uh, wide open. Eyes wide open. Oh, yeah. No doubt uh, about saucers. it. Saucers. So he uh, shakes hey. that off. Saucers. Oh, yeah. We had what way on a Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. So it was a good time. Um,. So we move the ball with precision uh, through the air. Um, Devian Smith gets a few carries. Looks pretty good. Gets banged up. Um, take him out of the game with a rib. Uh, Ty Isaac gets a few carries. Looks good. Um, looks real good. Didn't break one. I, I'd like to see him break some arm tackles. Did you listen to Chris Perry today on WTK? Chris Howard. Chris, I'm sorry. What did I say? Perry. Perry. No, oh, Chris Howard. Um, talking about he was talking about how he his friend described to him how, and it was it was it's exactly what I've been thinking but unable to say into words. But his friend did, and that he needs to run with uh, an anger about him. He goes yeah. down too easy. He he's such a big fella. Yeah. Um, but he he just uh, Chris Howard ran angry. 
Right, yeah. I mean, you've got to punish anybody who's going to try to tackle you and yeah. not go down so easy. Um, he just needs to... It seems like something you can switch on and off. Yeah, I think if you can... That's uh, going to be the difference between that guy going pro and that guy not going Yeah, you know, realistically. If he doesn't Isaac, start running angry. He needs to realize he's got tree trunks for legs. Yeah. And run... With an abandon. Uh, 235, 225 to 235, 6'3". Yeah, that's a big man. You shouldn't be going on on arm tackles. And you're fast. Yeah, no doubt. So if he can, uh, that light turns on for him, um, he's going to have a, he's going to be a good back, a really good back. Right. He's a good back right now. Yeah, right. But he could be a great back. Um, we saw it last year when he broke a sweet long run. They ran that pitch sweep to him a couple times. That one that just looks straight like O.J. Simpson out of USC's backfield. Yeah. Uh, Quick pitch right around the corner. Student body left, student body right. Uh, Yeah. He's a loper. He's got a loping stride. He's not chopping those legs like... uh, And you you rarely see him uh, cut it up. It's always towards the sideline. He reminds me of myself. uh, Always towards the sideline, you know? (laughs) Uh, how about cutting and towards center field? You know that's where the daylight's going to find you. Yeah. So we, we've you know we're, we've got high hopes for Ty that uh, the light turns on for him because he's just right there. He's just right there. He picked up a couple nice blocks too. In fact, that uh, that the touchdown yes. butt or uh, right Darbo yes. where he picked up a backside. Well, it was one of those two. I want to say it was butts. Um, Put a shoulder right. Yeah. Guy, right. Knocked and, him uh, back. Yeah, he's learning that that's that's the way. If you want to see some playing time, you play it for Ty Wheatley. Right. Yeah, you're gonna you gotta block. You gotta block. Cron Higdon got some carries, um, um, but the big surprise, the uh, the burst that we haven't seen in in a while in the backfield, not named Denard Robinson, is the true frosh out of uh, Ben Davis High in Indianapolis. Um, Bob Evans. Bob Evans. I'll tell you what, hell of a breakfast. Better running back. Um, it's actually Chris Evans. Oh, right. But uh, yeah, no, what a what a fine looking specimen he is. Well, how long has it been? Again, how long has it been? Dot dot dot. Since right. you've seen a running back other than Denard, which he was right. Truly, a, I guess he was a running back, but he was a quarterback. Talking tailback. He was a broken man time. when he was a one of those yeah. species that will can, can take it to the house anytime oh, yeah. he touches the ball. Yeah, he's got a little bit of that shimmy in the hole too. He's got that what what that. Well, he's got my, he's got that. I'm going to read my blocks and yeah. stay on the tail end of my blockers until I see the seam and I'm yeah. gone. Yeah, I'm patient. I'm a patient man. Go way back. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Tony Bowles. Tony Bowles had that patience and then that burst. Um, I'm sure we've had some since. I mean, Ty Wheatley had a little burst, but he's a I big guy. I love me some Tony Bowles. Tony Bowles was amazing. Tony Bowles, that freaking Metrodrome, is that where he blew his knee up? Yes, Minnesota. Minnesota. Arrgh. I want to surf that same damn turf took uh, Trip Wellborn's knee with it, too. Couple of big timers, man. Had some big yeah. careers ahead of him, and that's too bad. Those are some sad memories, but great memories. Those were unbelievable. But 
Well, you know, defensive back and tailback. Ricky Powers. Ricky Powers could run. He took over. He could run. Yeah. No doubt. Well, we're excited for Chris Evans, son of Bob. Um, My goodness, are we excited for Chris Evans? Well, with a fourth. It's only going to get, I mean, that confidence that he gets out of two touchdowns. The fourth time a uh, Michigan tailback has gone up north of 100. He's averaging like 13 yards a carry. Uh, the numbers right here say 14.0 with a long of 43. <laughs> yeah. House. Yeah. So he's, I don't think he's a, you know, I don't think he's a 20 carry back. He's not a Chris Perry guy that's going to pound into the into the line. Um, but not you know yet. what? Not yet. Get him 10, 12 touches. Get him in the slot. Get him into open space. He can shake and bake. Based on what we heard in uh, fall camp and clearly what we saw against Hawaii, um, there's something there. Oh, yeah. Something. Something big time. We're excited time. about We're very excited here at the Hellcast. Just exactly what we need. Speed, Chris Evans. The speed, the ability to read and be patient and explode. I mean, we, we haven't seen this combination in a long time. No, it's exciting. Long time. It's exciting. It's interesting that uh, Harbaugh would throw him in the in the backfield. Harbaugh seems to me like he's a big bruising back type of coach. Uh yeah. Well, seems to me, but beyond beyond that, he is. Who's gonna? Who's gonna let get me, me points? Win? Yeah. Who's yeah. Gonna, who's gonna score? Who's, who's gonna get me? It's a meritocracy. Yeah. And uh, your big bruising backs. Uh, you know, if you run into the guy and you get. Uh, 15 yards, and he runs away from the guy and scores a touchdown. Right. The guy who runs away from the guy is going to get the touch. You know. So uh, we've got we've got them all. We've got the bruisers. We've got the sort of the interlopers. We've got the speedsters. We have got a stable of running backs going back to the mid to early 90s when it was just the norm. Look at this. Oh, plug and play. Yeah. Oh, just a, I hope I hope nobody goes down. I hope nobody goes down at all. <laughs> well, but, for, I, but I don't fear that like I did last year or the year before. For years, our, our good our good friend Dennis and, and I would say that uh, Michigan used to manufacture tailbacks in the chemistry building, right there on uh, on the diagonal. Michael Ricks. Yeah, yep. They they just spit out tailbacks and throw them in a stable and we'd unleash them <laughs> yeah. for like thirty years. <laughs> It was one after the other. Well, I tell you what, 11 different backs got carries in this ballgame. 11. 11 backs. Evans. And Michael. Tyzik, Kron Higdon, McDoom. McDoom. Yeah. A couple of Jets. They listed him as a back well, on he, that carry, he, slot back. He ran uh, ran the ball twice for 34 yards. Yeah, end around. I would have thought he was like a receiver type. He was he, I, not not tailbacks. This is just oh, rushes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a Smith. We got a Davis. A Shane Morris. He's a he rushed. Um, Chesson. Khalid Hill, the big fullback. Uh, Benaducci, and uh, Mr. Hewlett. What about Michael? Uh, oh, he caught a pass. That's right. Yeah, all sorts of the, good uh, the, the fullback uh, who survived the cancer, the traitor, Michael Hirsch. Michael Hirsch, the twenty-four-year-old from Harvard uh, by way of uh, Citibank. Yeah, working on City, but we're working on the street. 
Yeah. Hey, you fucking traitor. <laughs> oh. Oh, you just... Okay, you worked on Wall Street. Okay, hey, sorry, man. Hey, I just heard they was calling you as a traitor. <laughs> Michael Hurst, yeah. Hard not to root for 41. No, no. I was glad to see that pass. Immediately knew who the guy was when he caught that and rambled for a few extra yards. Yeah, he lowered uh, the shoulder. He lowered the Yeah, bones. he's not afraid to... Oh, my God. Oh, I beat cancer. Knows? What am I going to do? Yeah, right. I'm not going to step out of bounds. Uh, I'm scared of you. Boom. 15 yards. Cancer, schmancer. Ah, take that, you rat bastard. <laughs> the offensive line looked real good. Uh, there were some question marks there going into the season. Looked real good. Um, looked awesome. Yeah. And uh, even even uh, our subs, you know. Uh, and when I say I, I like Bradison was a sub. He didn't start. Uh, no, he did not. Uh, the and, starting uh, when he line came was, in, yeah, he, Newsom uh, looked. Uh, Patrick Kugler got the start at left guard. Heard a lot about him as a uh, as a prospect out of uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, he shows up and steps in for an injured Ben Braden and did a really nice job. So that's that's encouraging. Mason Cole looks like he's going to be a stud at center. Uh, Kalos had a nice ball game. Newsom? Yeah. Hetty? Big, smart guy. On very, the very, side very there. smart. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be tough to beat out, I think. He may have that locked up. Yeah. I think Bradison's best shot is at left guard. Yeah. To start to boot. And he looks good there. I think Bradison's a guy like Mason Cole can play any position up front. Right. Yeah, he's a uh, he plays with uh, uh, um, with an edge. Yeah, an edge. Um, Ferocity, anger at impact. Yeah, you love to see with a lineman. Yeah, we saw a couple of nice second level blocks there. Really, uh, from a lot of those guys, uh, all of them essentially. Uh, boy, they uh, they know their t- and and uh, Michael. Uh, big Mike coming big, over and playing big, both sides of the ball. Uh, big you Mike, I love that man. when you've got a guy that can play both sides of the ball on the defensive and offensive line. Yeah, this isn't like some guy playing corner and slot receiver. Yeah, I mean this is the trenches on both sides of the ball. Yeah. in this day and age, it, that is remarkable. I mean the guy is just a specimen. Three seventy five, fueled by grapes. I mean, what sort of diet is that? He's like Paul Masson. Well, how many grapes you got to eat to maintain 375? Uh, what kind of, what do these grapes look like? Like ribeyes? I'll tell you what, uh, we got to call up, uh, we got to call up um, Paul Masson. We got to call up uh, our boy who did the uh, Godfather films. We got to talk to them. How many grapes? Now, is he saying that he's just a wino? Uh, uh, he's just chugging back bottles of wine, like three, four, five. Uh, I don't think a he's night. talking about fermented grapes. I no, think he's just, just fresh grapes. Just fresh grapes, and just a giant man. That's seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. The biggest man me. I've ever met There's was Jumbo pe- Elliot. Those things. Th- those those grapes are coated in peanut butter. And uh, Jumbo Elliot, my freshman year. 
a giant. I mean, just a giant of a man. Does grape jelly count as grapes? And he's got, what, 50 pounds on that guy? Well. More? Yeah. I, don't I like know grapes, a, too. I don't think there's a whole he's lot He's going through a phase, and so right now it's hip to say grapes because he's into grapes right now. Because that's what somebody, his nutritionist, just got him into. So he said, I like grapes. And he does. But I'll tell you what else he likes. He likes a Big Mac. He likes a ten-piece chicken nugget. Um, Just like I do. What was that sandwich at West Quad? Was that, or South Quad, the uh, football sandwich? Oh, football special. Football special. (sighs) Lower level uh, snack bar? Yep, yep. Dang, get your food card charged up there and then head over and get some late night rub a dub. Yeah. Oh, I do believe that was a hell of a East Quad to me though had the best uh the best um snack bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, East Quad. Um Which is where I met uh Jumbo Elliott, right across the street there at the um what was the name of that little uh apartment there? Uh it'll come to me. The Big Easy. Oh, we have a uh, member of the Big Easy living in town here. Yeah, we do. Neighbor of mine. Oh, yeah. Skags! Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, so... Uh, I, Joe I, Cox! Big Easy, another Big Easy member. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll name them all by, you know, by the we'll end be redundant. It. Yeah, no doubt. Um I think this grapes thing, I kind of think he's just kind of messing with the media. There's no frickin' way he's maintaining 375 on grapes. Absolutely no way. Like I said, unless those grapes are ribeyes. Right, yeah. And baked potatoes. Just call this filet grape. Yeah, green grape, no seed. Yeah, this rack of ribs is a grape. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Right, I'll have two grapes. And a uh, a bowl of grapes. Uh huh. Well, we we were excited about whatever Big Mike. he's doing. Seems to be working. I love the beard. I love the uh, uh, the stoner beard on yeah. Big Mike. Uh, just kind of grown in patches wherever it wants to grow. And who's gonna who's gonna walk up to him and say, "Hey, that looks stupid." Yeah, clean that up, Big Mike. <laughs> yeah. no. So that's the beauty of being able to uh, be he is, large and in charge. You he know? is the literal big man on campus. He is. There's it nobody seems like bigger. Peop, it seems like the way his teammates talk about him is an affectionate way. Oh, yeah. They, they, they mention him, then they they just chuckle. And he's say, a gentle oh, giant. Big Mike. Yeah, he's just strong and quick. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know. Run behind him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can we have him playing both sides of the line and multiple? Yeah. yeah. Do you have... Have the producers of Boys from Brazil seen Big Mike? Because we'd like to clone him. Yeah, well, no doubt. Here's my dream, um, and I mentioned this uh, preseason, not on the cast, but I'll mention it here now. What I want to see is a short yardage situation in East Lansing. Line Big Mike up at fullback, oh, a.k.a. Right. the fridge. Yeah. And um, isolate Mr. Riley Bulla <laughs> yeah. because Riley's not going to step away. He's going to try and he's going to meet that challenge, and he's going to get blown up because anybody's going to get blown up. Give Big Mike a little head of steam. Yeah, you were talking this up this past weekend up in Traverse City, the uh, hometown of uh, Mr. Riley Bulla, uh, to the hometown folk too. Uh, yeah, 
I, I, I think uh, the folks we were talking to were in favor of it as well. I'd like to see that. I think that's going to happen. Uh, that's uh, October 29th, as I recall, is when that uh, dream becomes reality. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a very is, good uh, chance of. Why not? Why what do you got? You throw 375 pounds, give them a few steps. Oh, I bet there'll be a few wrinkles that we haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here, how about this for a wrinkle? Throw uh, Jabril in the Wildcat and throw Chris Evans back there with him. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You want to get down? <laughs> oh, oh, what, what, have we talked about the quarterbacks yet? We talked about Spate, yeah. And did we talk about uh, how, when's the last time we've seen... Four quarterbacks. Once again, when's Never. the last time... I don't have access to that information, but my reptile brain says that's never happened. I've never seen it. I've been watching Michigan football since the early 80s. Yeah. And I can't remember. You that's know, maybe Demetrius Brown got pulled in 88 and Michael Taylor went in and he got pulled and I mean I I I can't I can't imagine they ever made it to the fourth string quarterback. I've never seen it. I can never recollect it. And we saw it fourth string, yeah, and making plays. And there were They're the backups didn't plays. have an incompletion. There's no drop off. No, no incompletions. I mean, so when they're saying the quarterback battle is heated, I believe it. These guys were heated. They all on target. The they were prepared. Uh, I will say that O'Corn looked like he turned the wrong way uh, on a rollout. Um. He turned to his left when the guys were rolling out to their right, and so when he stuck out his left hand to fake the handoff, and the guys were oh right three or four yards to his other side, uh, sort of defeated. You know, cue the play, out, play yeah, action. Yeah, cue the uh, uh, the um, the banjo. Cue the banjo, not necessarily the banjo, but the Spinal Tap episode where they're talking about the Stonehenge monuments that were 18 inches tall, which sort of defeated the enormity of the... I guess that's my point. Right. Uh, um, so anyway, very... I mean, just... Uh, we've got a lot to look forward to this season, Matt. Got a lot of weapons. Well, let's see what those... Weapons can do against the University of Central Florida Knights this Saturday. Indeed, the University of Central Florida is captained uh, by Scott Frost, who we've we've uh, rings a bell. We've talked about. We've got a history with. Yeah. Uh, first year coach out of uh, Oregon. He was the offensive coordinator uh, running Chip Kelly's uh, up tempo spread style of offense, which is exciting. We're going to see a lot of that. Michigan has historically had all sorts of problems defending that type of uh, defense, so I'm really interested to see what Don Brown has in store against this uh, tempo spread. Yeah, that's going to be quick changes, constant movement, heads on a swivel if you're a defender. I mean, um, you got to get you got to get subs in properly with that kind of you know quick quick. Uh, Quick slinging. That Holman is a big quarterback. Fairly big, anyway. Yeah, what is he, 6'4", 2 and a quarter? Yeah, it's big enough. 
I don't know that he's a, got a lot of legs on him. Um, it sounds like, from what I understand, he can move a little bit. Uh, moving off, he was uh, recruited as a pocket guy, but um, they've worked with him in the off season, and he's worked on speed training. I don't think he's a burner by any means, but um, he can be mobile and he can beat you with your with his feet if you're not. Well, they put 38 points up, so they're doing something yeah, right. Right. And they got four returning linemen. Yep. So fairly veteran, com- almost completely veteran up front. And a slot receiver and a tailback. So, or I don't know about the tailback, but I don't know. I think they have a, a receiver coming back. But yeah, their tailback's a freshman, uh, this Hamilton fella. Of course, we bring back uh, an All-American uh, corner this game. One would think that Jordan's going to be back. Yeah, seems like uh, the talk is he's going to be back. So that's. Uh, uh, disrupting to their game plan, I'm certain. Yeah, I mean, as much as uh, UCF brings to the table uh, offensively, uh, let's face it, they going to die. Yeah, they're going to have a real problem. I mean, that quarterback, if he makes it through the game, a whole man uh, will probably what be a surprise. You see, see what I did there? See what I, did I see there? what you did there. Or hear what I yeah. I sure did. Um, so... When Michigan has the ball, let's talk about uh, the UCF defense just briefly here. They're not giant. They're kind of small. I mean, uh, I see a defensive end here, um, 230 pounds, 6'3". That's not going to cut it against our uh, tackles and tight ends. Virtually almost 100 pounds more. Yeah. If, if, (laughs) If Big Mike... Lines up oh, over there. Man. You're looking at about a buck fifty. Yeah, almost. yeah. That's that's not going to cut it. <laughs> the uh, the story on their defense are the Griffin twins, Shaquille and Shaquem. Well, they're going to have their hands full. They will have their hands full. Because um, that side, you know, you, you just got to figure that that side is just going to get pummeled all the game long, and they've only got what four four returning defenders back and. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to be in a world of hurt. I have to imagine as well. Uh, running game is going to be on on display. I think again. I would hope that we can run the ball at well. Um, I'd well, be yeah. disappointed if we couldn't. Right. Yeah. Quite frankly, um, I would imagine Devian Smith gets the nod at the start there for uh, for the Michigan Wolverines to uh, tenderize those fellows up front. Um, UCF uh, last year did not win a ball game. Uh, rough year for oh, them. Oh yeah, I mean when this thing was scheduled, they were coming off a Fie- ten and two, eleven and one. A fiesta bowl was it? Just a crazy great yeah. season. Yeah. So, you know, oh Michigan's playing all the- well. Well, that wasn't the intention. The intention was to line up a, a heck of an opponent, and um, so that you you know that they've they want to reestablish some team pride, and uh, they can look back. It wasn't. Some of these guys may have been on those teams, right? I mean, yeah. they are still on the team, so you know, you, once once you start winning, there's a, there's just a momentum that gets going, and uh, you know, if you can tap into, you know, that can that can take a team a long way. So you know, you, they don't look a lot, uh, they don't look very good on paper. Right. Um, I don't anticipate it's going to be much of a much of a, much of Michigan's way towards victory this weekend, but. 
But you just never know. You never know what's gonna what they they may be able to cover. I mean that's that's the best I that's think that possible. they can do, which We're is thirty four. Yeah, thirty four and a half it opened at and I'm seeing you can get anywhere between thirty five up to thirty six. Uh Michigan's given that many points. And you know Harbaugh's not probably going to give a hill of beans about um, the whole Scott Frost thing. No. But, but I don't think I think Harbaugh treats everyone with disdain. Equal disdain, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throttle you. Yeah, he's not going to let his foot up off the gas. No. He's not going to open up the entire playbook. No. Just despite But it. I'm going to try to score at all times. Yeah. With yes. everybody, all my weapons, and they might be third and fourth. Will we see a fifth-string quarterback this week? Do we have a fifth-string quarterback? Well, the fifth-string is Brandon Peters. Right, we will. Thank we're goodness we're not going to see him. So we can't go any further than fourth. Will we see Kareem Walker? Will we see... I don't think we'll be seeing Kareem Walker this year. No. No, so. he's working some things academically. Yeah. It sounds like he's got to get in the books and... Um, Take care of that. Yeah, angle. that's true. Well, that's that's the most important thing. Tough lesson. He doesn't think it is right now, I'm sure, but... Uh, Kept me off uh, the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know that we're going to see the fourth string. I, I'd be... I, I guess I'd be pleasantly surprised if we saw a repeat of last week. Um, we'll get on, we'll get on them quick. No, no turnovers right off the bat. You know, um, they can't fight from pine for sure. Um, but we can't let them score early no. either. So No, you don't want to give up that early score and, and make mistakes and be awesome if we didn't punt again. How about that? Two games in a row without a punt. That I wonder be, how, how many, you know, has the, that ever happened? the Google could probably provide that information for us. But That's deep. Yeah, that's deep math. Two games in a row without a punt would be incredible. The mystery would continue. Does Michigan have a punter? That would be the story, I think, going into week three, if that happens. Do they need a punter? Will they need a punter? Will they need to punt? Well, we'll find out this Saturday. You got a pick? You got a uh, Uh, score? I I, I don't have a score. Um, I, I, I don't know. 58 to 0? Dang. I like a big win. I think I put on uh, the guess a score, win some stuff, uh, 55-0, because it wasn't taken. I couldn't believe it. I scrolled through every score, all 300 of them. You can do a Control-F. Is that right? Yeah. See? You can just type. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, though. uh, 55-0. So I'm going to stick with that, 55-0. I figured two field goals this week. And uh, seven touchdowns. Yeah, well, that's that's brilliant. That's See, brilliant. I can uh, I can add. I don't know how you get to fifty eight. Quite frankly, I'm sure there's a way to get there. It's simple. It's seven touchdowns and three field goals. There you go. Yeah. Well, let's let's go with that. Right. Well, let's face it. UCF is not going to win this ball game. Ten possessions. No, they're not going to win the ball game. No. They're going to take a payday. I'll eat a hat. And their boys on the team are going to have a heck of a day uh, playing in the big house. And something they'll be remembered for the rest of their lives. You think, uh, okay, here's a question. You think uh, Scotty Frost gets a firm handshake and a back slap from Jimmy Harbaugh? Oh, sure. Uh, you know. I can see that. Just, go, just one of those uh, 
Well, oh, you mean like uh, the quick ones? Yeah. Just walking off? Like, so How do you yeah. like that, Scotty? Yeah. And, uh, whack, I don't whack. know. Uh, I don't think that there's any, um, per- nothing personal between those two. There may be something uh, um, tangentially connected just because he's a Michigan guy and the whole Michigan thing back in 97. Well, he also had comments about the uh, signing of the stars. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sure did. Negative, obviously. Yeah, you're talking some uh, something about a circus and uh, big top or something along those lines. And I don't want to recruit kids that want to be in the big. Uh, uh, see, I, I forget, but it was it was a very clear shot across Harbaugh's bow. Uh, I don't want to have the finest players available. Right. <laughs> Do you, you like that sort of thing? I don't want you to come here. Now, let me ask you something. I know you decided to come to University of Central Florida, but but before you sign on the dotted line, please tell me, young man, would you go to an event like Jim Harbaugh threw? Yes or no? Your answer is yes, then I don't want you. <laughs> right. I know, that's just so, so ridiculous. Well, well, yeah. Well, that's enough of that recap. We'll just see what happens on the field. We're going to take a short break and come back with the... Uh, I want to be a woman. All the ladies. Go blue. This episode of the Hailcast brought to you by KTEL. Are you starving for a hit parade? KTEL presents Donner Dance Party. Experience the chilly Sierra Nevadas as you feel the shiver to such hits as... Green Grow the Lilacs and Plump Grows Old Lily. Oleo Susanna. Sarah's Giving Me the Cold Shoulder. Tastes like chicken, but cusses like old Jim. Let us now carve up the guides. Miss Julia is a handsome gal. Too bad we have to eat her. But wait, there's more. All my lasses in molasses. Brother, could you spare a rib? Miss Jenny gives me gas. And the Donner Party Classic. Franklin's Shanks. Praise the Lord and give him thanks. Franklin Graves expired and left his frozen shanks. Don't wait for winter. Order now. Welcome back to the MGO Grapevine. Welcoming back. Monica, and we have a uh, newcomer here, Chrissy. Hello. Welcome. What can you guys tell us about uh, any G you may have heard in the lead-up or in the post-game? Well, first of all, I would like to welcome Chrissy to the set. Um, She is sitting in for Karen, who um, had to take a week off. I don't know if she was scared away by last week's... um, Cast. It is terrifying here. Um, it's possible she'll return for episode three, but I guess that remains to be seen. In the meantime, we've got we'll see. a fantastic substitute in Chrissy. Right on. There is a bit of um, gossip that we need to discuss here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, none of us like throwing anybody's mother under the bus. Not me. Um, but, hey... I read this on the internet, which we all know means it's, it's true. obviously true. That's right. 
And um, what I'm a little bit shocked about is uh, a letter that has turned up. Q. David St. Hobbins? Apparently was written by um, Carol Frost, who also likes to, uh, it must be the kind of thing wherever she mentions her name, likes to also mention that she was a 1968 Olympian. Right. Um, So maybe every time we say Carol Frost, we need to say... 1968 Olympian. Hi, nice to meet you. Neil Armstrong, moon landing. There you go. And Carol Frost, 1968 Olympian, sent a letter to... Honestly, I'm not exactly sure, but from what I understand, again, from the internet, which means it's true, to various members of the um, Michigan coaching staff. And um, it was a pretty harsh letter. I don't know if you guys have uh, read this letter or not. To the coaching staff, was it? I think it's actually the staff of the Wolverine magazine. Oh, okay. Or website. Or okay. Website. Chris, Regardless, John, Michael, yeah. Matt, and Josh. And right. if any of those gents are listening now, they probably know who they are. And um, from what I understand, the letter was written after the 2005 Aloha Bowl, um, which the Cornhuskers did take the Wolverines, uh, 32-28, to 28, I believe, in what... Uh, was that an overtime game? It's the game with the crazy ending. With the multiple lateral passes and... Hold on, hold on. But there was something bigger about that game. There was something bigger about that game. The reason I my details are a little sketchy is because um, I was um, in the hospital in labor with my and second that's child. Right. That's right. And it was tough to find an anesthesiologist to administer the epidural <laughs> because every doctor was watching the Michigan game. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, oh. apparently would, would never end. And I when recall it, your uh, husband was at our house and got the call and had a right. quick exit. Yes, it was right. during the halftime of that game when Nebraska's, uh, the university president was, you know, giving their spiel that they tend to give during those games where they tell um, their university was given a bunch of blah, blah, probably trying to say why Nebraska was a good school or something. Right. And, um, yeah, it was at that point where... My now daughter, who's 10, decided to... We named her Alamo. Alamos? <laughs> yeah. No, we did not. Uh, little girl, Alamo. In any event, she sent this rude letter after that game to Chris, John, Michael, Matt, and Josh, and just called us the Wolverines, and was talking about her son, Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-Y. Who, who is now... What's the... Scott Frost... Who was the quarterback for the corn? I'm trying to think of a uh, holers. Fu- she's calling us the Wolverine. Wolver wines. <laughs> what can we call the corn huskers? Anyway, well, Nebraska. Just farmers. Know, we're above it. Um, <laughs> we're, we're above it. He was no, the quarterback for the corn it, huskers you know? in 1997, and for needs farmers. That's right. You know what? That's true. That's right. What we, we need, don't what need we, is what we need is mega rude farmers. letters written by people's. Moms. Olympic mothers. America needs Monsanto. 1968 Olympian. I think um, you could be sued for saying America needs farmers. What you are legally entitled to say is America needs Monsanto. I think Monsanto can sue you for, for not they saying that. that. They, they yeah. own that state. Uh, right. oh. They own that. Yeah, right. So. Hey, wait. Back to the, back to the G. So, Carol Frost, 1968 Olympian, sent this letter to these guys. Thank you for reminding me which national championship my Scotty won for Nebraska in the 90s. 
At my age, 60, I get mixed up occasionally on which one of the three national championships my Scotty, which that just, I don't know, hearing Scotty uh, reminds me of Star, Star Trek. Trek. Those like brand. Star Trek, like beam me up. Or a little Scotty dog. Totally yeah. Right. Oh, my Scotty dog. Then she goes on to trash us for 1997 and, oh, just because you win one national championship every 50 years. I mean, completely yeah, irregardless. unsolicited. Right? Completely unsolicited slams. Uh, and, you know, I guess if we only won the national title every 50 years, I would have been upset, too. What prompted this? Yeah, and what's more annoying is that she's defending her boy, Scotty, who's now the coach of UCF. Quote, was right. Nebraska and my Scotty stole the show from the Wolverines in the 1990s, period, end quote. Whatever. And he's making what three forty six. It's so embarrassing. What she kind says, of parent is dropping? I think he said he was making the coin about of their child exactly. three hundred and forty six thousand a year while in the pros. Uh, capital P, right. which that's generally a sign of crazy. Yeah, I'm sure that's all gone. Random capitalization well, is never a good sign. One point seven at UCF, which is probably more than all of you poor misled Wolverines make in a year combined. Now. I was thinking about that. I'm like, what other player played in 1997, not for the Corn Huskers, but for the Wolverines, who ended up going into the pros? Hmm. Hmm. Charles Woodson? Hmm. Maybe. Do you think maybe he made more than 346000 a year? I bet you he did. Mm -hmm. Kristen, what do you think? You know who Charlie Woodson is, don't you? I sure do. Oh, yeah. So... Not only is her letter just rude, embarrassing, it's ill-informed, ill-advised. It's, it's a rant of a sixth grader. Exactly. 1968 Olympian. You're yeah, right. <laughs> and then Which she takes a swipe at Lloyd Carr. Well, that's poor Lloyd. Oh, poor Lloyd doesn't lose his job. Yeah, I think Lloyd's doing okay. Other well. than I know he's got some health issues. But in terms of financial situation. Um, then she calls us the maze... Again, I'm reading from the internet. I don't know if this is an exact transcription of her letter, but Mays, M-A-Z-E. Right. Let's assume that's how she spelled there it. There are several mistakes in there, you would use but the, we don't know. The Latin term sick. Wouldn't you also think that being a Cornhusker, she would know how to spell the Mays the proper oh, yeah. way? Well, she's an Olympian. Good point. Yeah. She calls it corn. Those they slaughtered <laughs> called it maize. Right. Very true. But she says the maize, M-A-Z-E, black and blue, will have other years. Okay. I expect you'll win another national championship in football. Capital F, again. I'm going to attribute that to her because it's another sign of random capitalization, which is a sign of crazy. Around the year 2046. Hope you all find enough to write about between now and then. Oh, we've had plenty to write about. Oh, Husker pride. So I just think that um, in honor of Carol Frost, 1968 Olympian, comma, Mexico City, we need to really take it to her son and show no mercy on Saturday. I think no mercy. No mercy. Life's been turned from the (laughs) kickoff. And you know it doesn't mean you don't think we should. You think we should show them mercy? Oh gosh, no. Oh, you agree? You're agreeing, right? It it doesn't. This none of this means like uh, like I heard. uh, uh, Was it um, Sam or or uh, Chris Perry saying something like uh, these guys don't 
this doesn't matter one one bit to the team, to the coaches. Any of this doesn't mean anything to them, but... Wait, any of what? This letter coming out but now? Harbaugh knows the history. Harbaugh well, knows the history. We so, know the history, and it's annoying. And so if he can if the twist knows, the knife just yeah. a little bit to appease the uh, those who know the history as well as he knows the history, yeah. uh, I think he'll do it. Because oh. I think he's a... Uh, He's got no problem. Uh, now, one thing I have uh, not, you know, keeping the game book, the the playbook open, no matter, and uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll put the subs in, but we're, we're we're looking to score. Is if Carol Frost, nineteen sixty eight Olympian, comma Mexico City, maybe she's departed from this world. I don't know. I I have to admit, I did know. not. We don't know much about her. All, all we know is that this letter was sent. Um, after that 2005 Alamo Bowl, and it's just rude. And I think it should be, you know, enough motivation to maybe instead of winning by 40, maybe right. put a 60-point hurt. Full disclosure, we don't know what elicited that letter from her, which reminded her of her son's... Scotty. Scotty. Mm-hmm. S-C-O-T-T-Y. We, we assume <clears throat> she's talking about... And, of course, again, we're assuming the letter was, in fact, written... By Carol Frost, 1968 Olympian, but it's on the internet. I think of Scotty wearing so a, a sort of a plaid bandana around his neck, kind of growing up, um, sort of a, you know, like a bell around his neck and real dark, wiry hair. Even though I think he had blonde hair. He was a yeah crew cut. Yeah. Hair. Well, I think of him as as dark, wiry hair with a with a plaid bandana around his neck. And again, as a true Scotty. To in in. All fairness, we do have a good friend here in town who is a Cornhusker, great guy. So yeah, we'll have to. I've already talked to him. He'll be he'll be yeah. guest starring here. So for the uh, Husker my, game. My slams uh, on the Huskers. Huskers. No. Um, well, regardless, when we do, right. you know, episode or two point. Regardless. regardless, as the case may be. Or regardless. Um, that's that's the the G. I think I that we've got a G. situation with a coach on the other side who has needs to step up and not be a mama's boy. But uh, this weekend he's going to get his ass beat. A little bit more UCFG. I think I UFC UCF FUC whatever they want to call it. Uh, former uh, player for the Niners. Player for the Niners who was even more former for UCF. He likes to take it to 70-year-old men, apparently. Yeah, that guy, huh? Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you no, no rooms available. No rooms available. All right, well, I'm going to come back, and uh, I'm going to knock on this door and insist it's my room and then pound the crap out of a man and his father, 70-year-old father. Um, yeah, not, not a nice guy. Uh, Sundays are for the boys, he tweeted out, like, I think before he left for the night. With his well, boys, Sundays are for the boys. I don't think they're for the boys right. anymore because, from no. what I've read, he's lost his job. He's lost his job. He's going to jail. Right. Uh, That's violent. Very violent. Uh, um, now I have to just say, Emgo um, Grapevine has not independently researched the situation to confirm that he is in fact a former attendee or graduate of UCF. But is that what the Hailcast has? Yeah. What's your favorite Michigan memory? I've got a lot of them. Now, we, going back to last week, you had indicated 
not only indicated, I'll vouch for you, uh, your, the year spent at Michigan. So you had uh, uh, 80, 88 to 91-ish, 92, something like that, yeah. And you had five Big Ten football championships. Yeah. Uh, national championship in hoops. Yeah. So you had some good memories. Give me a Michigan memory that stands out for you. Uh, this was, uh, I'll give you one, and only because I bumped into it last evening on the, uh, the DVR. So the Comcast, um, knows by some sort of logic or logarithm, I don't know what it's doing, um, not logarithm, um, it knows that I like the Michigan, Yeah. dot, dot, dot. And it records anything. You can put a scientific name to it, but Big Brother knows who you are and uh, yeah. and what you want. Right. Elon Musk is behind it. Yeah. Um, mm, that sounds. That smells good. <laughs> Pungent. Is that what you're wearing, Elon Musk? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> it's electric. Um, Florida State, Michigan, 1991. And I saw that on the DVR, and I knew what the outcome was. Uh-huh. I watched it. Irregardless, I watched that <laughs> that ball game, and boy, did that bring back some memories. Um, gosh, a good friend Tim and I sitting on uh, we lived on Cambridge on a street called Cambridge and on campus or off campus in an apartment, and the whole just the two of you. Well, there was, it was six or eight of us, mm. and he did not live there. In fact, he uh, were you squatters? He lived at Sig Epps. Sigma Epsilon? Sig Epps, they're no longer there. No. He spent the, the corner, night. The corner of Hill and... Um, Hill and Larry? Hmm. Hill and Larry? <laughs> Hill and... Uh, Maine? State Street. State, yeah. State. Yeah. Um, but he spent the night, as he was off to do... And we spent uh, the better part of the evening till I, I want to say it was four or five o'clock in the morning, getting all excited about Bobby Bowden coming to the town. So Florida State. So what? What does it? What, what is a, a uh, an episode of a, you get you and your pals getting all excited about till four or five in the morning? Well, it's involved. It, is that just like sitting in the chair, yeah. like, <laughs> shaking and like uh, yeah. eating like big old sh- those like big old plastic tubes full of sugar candy? Yes. <laughs> Effectively, so to yeah, so to um, it. Florida State was number one in the nation. They had a good ball squad. Michigan was number three. We're coming off of the uh, Notre Dame win with the uh, Gerback to Howard passing the end zone. He's going for it all. I think uh, you got a picture of that here. Well, you do have it somewhere. Somewhere. So cut to this week, and it's a big. Campus is a buzzing. We got a squad, Desmond and Gerback, and uh, the whole squad. And uh, we're up late night getting all fired up. And uh, my one of the roommates there was uh, wrestled there at uh, the university at Michigan. And he's, he, I remember he said, uh, "Hey Matt, you want to help? Uh, you want to hold the banner? I can, you know, I can get you on the field and hold the banner for Florida State, the uh, the Go Blue banner." Well, yeah. So uh, that's how that morning started off. And um, I want to say the second play from scrimmage, um, 
We got a nice gain on on first down. I think Ricky Powers gashed it up the middle for a good eight ten yards, and then the second play we throw a uh, quick in to uh, Gerbeck to Howard and Terrell Buckley, all American from the Seminoles, steps in front of it, pick six the other way, forty yards, and this the whole stadium just blew all. You know, the, the air got sucked out of it. And I remember that. And I remember thinking, man, freaking Bobby Bowden. That first half was was bonkers. So they scored on a uh, on the pick six, and then they they got all the way down. We we went back and, and tied up the ball game. We were running the ball really well. Um, they came back and, and scored on a fake field goal to take the lead and it goes back and forth a little bit in halftime it's a tight game they ended up blowing it up Amp Lee had a, had a ball game their tailback mm-hmm. was shaking and baking back there he was he was awesome he was freaking awesome he was he was tall and slender, smooth and, and patient and had the moves and was shaking dudes um yeah. gosh I forget who he shook right in front of the student section yeah he reminded me of Tony Bowles yeah no doubt he shook uh, our cornerback. Gosh darn it! Was it Lance Dotton? Um, right in front of the student section. I'll never forget it. And I'm. And then flash forward several years. Uh, Donovan, Donovan McNam did the same darn thing. Oh, I, yeah, I was right there as well. Um, but that was a Michigan well, memory. It was a sour memory. We got uh, beat beat up pretty good. I think they, it was fifty one thirty eight. I think it was Donovan, the final. Donovan had a, the game of his life against Michigan. Oh, he destroyed us. Goodness. He didn't know who the guy was until that game. I'm like, well, I'll oh, forget his name. Yeah. Yeah, he had a ball game. Um, but that was that's my memory. And it's, it, like, again, I, I just bumped into that last night. Not a great memory. It was a lot of a lot of hype getting into that ball game, though, I tell you that. As a uh, youngster, what, what, 20, 21 years old. 20 years old, thereabouts. That was a good time. Didn't end so well. Well, we had a good season. Something tells me your night went probably pretty well. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. You had to shake it off. Shrug those victories. What are you going to do? Bobby Bowden's, the Seminoles. They they were beating everybody. They were beating everybody. What, how about you, Mike? You got a, you got a memory you want to reach into? Well, I can remember, uh, I can remember a time being a pledge and my job was to clean the second floor, third floor bathrooms. And I go up there, and I open the door, and I there's one person in there with a towel around his waist, shaving, and it's Mike Hammerstein. Mike Hammerstein. What the, whatever the hell. E I I N I E E N. Hammerstein. And it was all I could do to avoid going anywhere near this man. He frightened the the hell out of me. Uh, He looked like an animal. Uh, You know, just because, you know, I I looked like an animal just because, you know, by 
you know, not by actual looks, but by I see who that is, and I he is a he's a monster up the middle, and he's huge, and he's not looking over and saying, "Hey, how you doing?" So that must mean he wants to eat me. Uh, so uh, all I could do was skirt around him with my cleaning supplies and almost like hug the wall as I tried to get behind him and to clean the shower, and uh, so that's not really um, don't mind me. Yeah, don't mind me. And I couldn't wait till the guy left. And in the meantime, you know, you're like, wow, you're my camera. You know, my camera's done. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm whoever the hell I am. And, uh, you know, I don't have the courage to do anything like that because, you know, I don't want him to bark at me and make me do push-ups. Um, but that, that wasn't even the frightening part. I didn't care about push-ups. I was just worried this guy was going to throttle me somehow. He just looked... You know, just looked vicious <laughs> with just a towel around his waist and uh, shaving cream on his face. Anyway, so good times. He was. You a, ever met him? I no. I met him through a door. He showed up when I was a pledge years later. Um, same house. Yep. Different room, and um, there were whispers and rumblings that Hammerstein was in the house and wanted to meet the new pledge class and so we all hustled up room nine maybe I, I don't recall exactly which room it was it was on the um, it would have been the south east corner of the second floor furthest room I, I don't recall the number I can't yeah. I can't identify the directions yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was that room. Any event, so we all hustled in there, and um, and you could hear him walk. I lived in room nine. It wasn't that room. It was across the hall. That was a. There was no room across the hall from room nine. Well, except a stairwell uh, to the right or outside the stairs. Regardless, I may have. I may be a. Irregardless. Room, uh, irregardless. Any event, we were scared for our lives because uh, Hammerstein wants to meet the new pledge class, and uh, it was Katie bar the door, um, and Ernie, and uh, Heinz and uh, Shushevsky <laughs> put their shoulders into the door, and this giant behemoth, <laughs> thump thump thump. You know, come on out, let me in. You know, whatever it was, I'm puff. it really was, and uh, we were terrified. And nobody, nobody say a word. You know, it was that kind of thing. <laughs> Hold your breath. Maybe he won't realize we're in. <laughs> and um, we were, we, we didn't know. You know what, what, what he might do. <laughs> might he just make us do push-ups? <laughs> might he hand us a cold one? Um, I got a pizza for Ron. You know. I, Early sweaty. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and quite frankly, I I think I was so terrified that I don't recall exactly what happened. I think he finally gave up, which is sort of hard to believe. I think he would have been tenacious enough that he would have just ripped the house apart to get into that room. Um, it, you know, he probably did have pizza on his brain. And he's like, ah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a house or some bells, uh, bells yeah. pizza. <laughs> That sounded um, like a good idea for a while. But, but that was, no, that, and I never did meet Mike. I, I, that was it. That was as close as I ever got to meeting him. <laughs> you, kept, you kept him from weeding it. We shouldered. Uh, we, we, yeah, we settled in that room for who knows how many days. <laughs> we didn't leave. 
nailed it shut. Um, yeah. But by all accounts, good guy, hell of a player. I mean, was oh he, my gosh. he was definitely. He had Messner, and that was a hell of a defensive line. Oh, my gosh. That defense, yeah, that 85 defense was 86, yeah. 85 defense. Both those You defense. weren't running too much up the middle there. And uh, it's looking like we may have something similar this year. Oh, uh, the 1985 football team, most valuable player is Mike Hammerstein. Yeah. All-conference, Mike Hammerstein. Uh, All-American, Mike Hammerstein yeah. and Brad Cochran. Yeah, he was a menace. He was a giant man. Uh, yes, he was. Scary. Tackle, 1985. Here you go. Few have dominated on Michigan's defensive lines, as did Mike Hammerstein, an intense player on the field. And well, yeah. we, we can add off the field. Off the field, too. <laughs> Hammerstein is best remembered for his relentless <laughs> pass rushing and tackles for losses. Hammerstein tied a single-season record for tackles for losses with 23 while setting the record for yardage loss, sacking opponents for 112 yards lost in 1985. That year's Fiesta Bowl <laughs> winning squad, of which Hammerstein was selected the MVP, surrendered a mere 8.1 points per game among the nation's leaders. Named the first team AP, UPI, and Kodak All-American, the native of Wapakoneta, Ohio, finished his career as the third highest in career tackles for loss with 37 for 116 yards. I mean, that defense was insane. 8.1 yard, uh, points per game. This squad can aspire for that. This squad is aspiring to that. This squad is aspiring to shut you down. So that's why when my wife predicted a 56-10 victory this weekend, I was surprised that she was giving 10 points. I don't know how they're going to get 10. I mean, I might have at the beginning of the season, but I think I listened to Jabril Peppers, their disappointment in letting them score that field goal. They wanted to come out and make a statement that this is what... This is what this shit's all about. Yeah. We are not giving up points. No. I don't care who you are. Uh, I'm just, you know, until we until we meet somebody, I'm not sure I'm going to see more than 7 to 10 points scored against us until week 6 or 7. We talked up north uh, sure during the ball game. Than three. What's the over-under on total points scored in the first four ball games? 20? First four ball games. Oh, we already have one done. We got three in the books. Okay, so so we got seventeen to go. Can we? I think we can. Hold I'll say less twenty. Than 17. I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say nineteen. Yeah. I don't know that Vegas has a prop bet on that, but that would be a sweet bet. Holy moly! I mean, when our first squad defense was out there, um, they didn't have positive yardage. Did Hawaii for? Well into the second quarter, just before half. Uh, Our best corner was out. Yeah. Our All-American. I don't know that there's a better D in the nation. Alabama can, can, you know, they're always in the conversation. I don't trust USC. I, I, I truly believe USC gave up that game. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think it. they played with pride. I think they got they re, the the tide turned and USC fellas said fuck it. We're you know we're let's go to let's play the next game right. We're, Keep everybody healthy, uh, which is a shame because uh, that was a huge a huge game for their their uh, alumni to travel to and yeah. pay some coin for. Uh, well, we I, I don't believe Alabama is that good. Fifty six 
Yeah, is there 46 points better than USC? No. I don't either. No, I don't. I think they've got... I think Alabama's got some, some pieces, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, I just... Uh, I think we can match up with those guys. Oh, well, I think Michigan can match up with anybody. For sure. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to fear any team in the nation right now, it's Ohio State. There's no other team... There's no other team that I I would say I fear. I don't wouldn't fear Ohio State, but I mean if there if there's one team that I say, wow, this team has got is loaded. They're young. They just put seven hundred and seventy six yards up. Right. That's a school record. Yeah. And JT Burrett what eight touchdowns, something like that. So Yeah, well, we get them in November at their place. All right. Can't we'll wait. Get a whole season to can't get wait. ready and uh Stay healthy and improve. That's it's going to be a pleasure uh, meeting you every week to uh, towards that ends. No doubt uh, about it. To determine then what our uh, next step is. Uh, but I'll tell you what, through uh, through two weeks of uh, this year podcast, I'd say uh, to you, my friend, job well done. Looks like uh, an idea spawned is a small idea. It's been good times. Thus far, been real good times, Mike. Well, I guess we'll see uh, each other probably before then, but for sure next week to recap UCF and look forward to another week of uh, podcasting Colorado Buffalo. That's right. I'll be at that ball game. I am thinking about going to it too. Monica, Monica it, wants yeah. to go. Matthew wants to go. To, my son wants to go to the Wisconsin game because we haven't played them in so long. Uh, I'm trying to finagle. Uh, I've made the last Boulder. several Colorado games. Um, in was, Boulder? I was in Boulder. Yeah. I was in uh, the Heartbreak with Cornell. And then I was also at the 97 uh, Redemption game. Yeah. Coming up party for... A lot of guys. Well, the whole defense. Yeah, that was a hell of a defensive effort there. They shut them down. Yeah. Well, well, good times. Uh, until then, Mike. Peace out, Broham. No doubt. Here's to uh, here's to the Hellcast. I'll drink to that, my friend. America. Tracy, you are going to die. What? No! When I tell you who I'm dating. Squeaky from. She is difficult. I remember my grandpa telling me about the early days of Florida. On a swamp cracker two miles from Granny's Bay. Coming up the way of the wilderness No car, phone, or electric light Yeah, just living life one day at a time No newspaper, no one, no strife Just the elemental keys they provide